She calls me from the cold Just when I was alone Feeling short of stable All that she intends And all she keeps inside Is in on the label She says she's ashamed Can she take me for a while? Can I be a friend? There you go. Some good sad music to bring us into the doghouse. Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey. I'm Andy McNamara. That's my go-to sad song. It's it's Shimmer by Fuel. That's that's old, like back to high school when uh, when teenage Andy was uh, was feeling down and out. You go to to Shimmer by Fuel and you get back on your feet. Matt Fleur Jansen from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. Joining me as always, Matt. This this sucks, bud. This blows. I hate it. I hate it that we lost to the Broncos. I'm still furious. I'm mad, and now it's just like disappointed. And it's like after all that hype, after all the promise, after chanting no 2 a.m. in the flats, Baker Mayfield in August at training camp. We are two and freaking six. What the blank? How are you, my friend? Apparently better than you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just, the season got off track pretty quickly. I don't know if it ever really got on track truthfully. Um, but you know, that's the risk you take when you, when you cheer for a Cleveland team, it, it, it happened once again. And, you know, now we're trying to pick up the pieces of what's left of the season. The sad thing is I don't think anybody, any one of us was talking or, or even thinking remote possibilities of two and six at the midway point. I mean, we we, we expected to be firmly entrenched at the top of the division, and and you know, shame on us. Maybe we put too many expectations on this team, and you know, for all that nonsense about if you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. It sure seemed like people were reading their press press clippings and how great they were supposed to be, and they kind of forgot that you have to show up on game day. It's not that easy. No. Like, four and four. Like, maybe if you're a real pessimist, three and five, you know. And it, 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 Now, folks, like, l- listen to this. this. This is not what I think w- will happen, or there's no proof of this actually happening because they've shown nothing, shown nothing, this Browns team, to give you any confidence. Uh, they they got to go seven and one to maybe, maybe have a shot at the playoffs. Seven and one. You have also need to get back two wins that you should have had in Tennessee and the Broncos. Those are supposed to be two gimmies. And now, Matt, coming up is a Buffalo Bills team who, say what you want about schedule, they're 6-2. and two. Their defense is phenomenal. You got a dynamic running back in, in Devin Singletary and, and Josh Allen, who right now is looking better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a challenge. I will. Singletary has yeah. found a rhythm. You know, Gold carried him through the first half of the year when Singletary was battling some injury issues, but now he looks fully healthy. He looks like he's going to be a pain in the you-know-what to try and stop on Sunday. And Josh Allen, well, accuracy is, is sort of an issue for him, and we know that very well by watching Baker Mayfield play the last few weeks. Um, he was able to run, and he's able to use that big-bodied frame to get downhill and get in the end zone. I believe he leads the Bills in rushing touchdowns this season. Wow. He's he's big. His accuracy has gotten better. Baker Mayfield, like most inaccurate quarterback. It's it's crazy. And by the way, folks, as you know, and it helps you get through the good times and the bad. 
our buddies at Cleveland Whiskey. I'm wearing my Cleveland Whiskey shirt that I got going on the tour there uh, in Cleveland when I was down there. Gorgeous shirt. You can get merchandise there. Check out all the great product recipes at clevelandwhiskey.com on social media at Cleve Whiskey, Instagram at Cleveland Whiskey. The Christmas bourbon is out, baby. It is here. The artwork is a local artist. It is just sensational. But the, the actual taste is even better. You can have it straight on ice, mix it in with a cocktail, award-winning stuff. Just check it out. It's our go-to for sure. Uh, Browns win or loss at clevelandwhiskey.com. And make sure you get yourself some uh, Christmas bourbon. Uh, by the way, Matt, um, belated happy birthday to you. And I hope you're going to make a, uh, a a trip up, a, a, a belated birthday trip up to um, to Canada. And maybe, uh, you know, maybe bring me up a, a bottle or two of Cleveland whiskey. Um, I'm trying. The wife says she's got some plans that may involve a delay in the Canada expedition, but we, we shall see. I don't know Jesse, what, come the, on. what the plans are. I'm down. I'm down to a half bottle left from my but Cleveland I whiskey. Promise you, I promise you that whether I'm coming up in November or in January, I will make sure that you have a bottle oh, of Christmas bourbon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Boy, that is uh, that that is a necessity, especially if it's after November. That, then then it gets dicey. Then you gotta make sure you pick up the bottle. So, uh, and also, hey, you know what? We got to give a shout out to our good friend, one of Cleveland's finest on the police force, Amy Blasco. She was uh, awarded. You were there with her as well. Um, received a, a spe- an above and beyond service award, which and on Twitter at ARB913. Uh, big wrestling fan, too. If, you, if you're a WWE or, or wrestling fan, make sure you're following her. Um, pretty special, uh, Matt. And Amy's uh, one of our... Uh, just, just really great friends, and, and we're so proud of her. Oh, absolutely! It was it was great to be there for to watch her get recognized for her work. It's the second, actually, I think it's the third award she's received this year. This um, year, it's two of them, and it, it is kind of you, you, you like good things happening to good people, and oh, yeah. she's definitely that. So, yeah, uh, well done, and. Here's to many more safe shifts on the force. Yes. One of Cleveland's finest, and we love you, Amy. That is awesome, awesome job. Let's hope that the Browns can have an awesome weekend. Because, Matt, what, we, what we, we thought was impossible last weekend happened. They lost to Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. And I guarantee you something, folks. I guarantee you. Anybody who's like, oh, maybe this guy's the real deal. Brandon Allen will look like horse blank the rest of the season. I promise. I promise you. He will look like garbage. And people, oh, what, what happened? Because the Browns make stars out of nobody. That's just somehow, some way, what they do. Broncos are on the bye. Brandon Allen will suck. And the Browns let that one get away. Again, you had multiple opportunities to get the job done. The one plus side, Matt, listen, listen. Austin Seibert, baby. Seibert, I'm in. I love you. I'm, I I think we got our kicker this here, Matt. Week. This I, week, he's you built love up. Him. He hasn't missed a field goal all season. He he. Stoning a few more off the upright, and you're you're well, gonna be talking. That is true. That is true. I, I I am I am fickle, but he has built up some goodwill, and him and Jamie Gillen rocking and rolling. But just like the Phil Dawson Dude, you days, haven't gone this you haven't gone this deep into a season actually liking one of the most kickers since Phil Dawson. Since Phil Dawson, yeah, you're right. But Matt, remember back in those days too, Phil Dawson was the only sure offensive thing. I am horrified that we are back to that. Like, this is, you, you want to count on the kicker, you don't want to be talking about the kicker. And you got Baker Mayfield, who couldn't lead another fourth quarter comeback drive. That's what the great ones do. 
Uh, I still blame Freddie Kitchens and the play calling much more. Matt, I think it's clear. Um, Freddie is not coming back. There's no signs that this is going to get fixed. There's no outside of blind faith. There's nothing saying that they're going to turn this around. Um, this is this is awful. And now you know it, it's going to be a coaching search. It, it's just got to be. Like I I don't see Freddie Kitchens. He gets out coached by everybody. I have no confidence they can win this game. Do you? Sadly, no, I don't. I want to. And from from what I've seen so far, it it's hard to believe in this team, and it's hard to have the confidence that things are going to get turned in the right direction. They've given you no indication that this is important to them. No, no. On Sundays, there's no sense of urgency. Like there there are guys out there that it looks important to. And I will credit Odell Beckham Jr. because I think it is important to him. Mm-hmm. I do too. It's so important to him that he ran out there for a punt return and they were down by four scores against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think it's important to Nick Chubb. I think it's important to Jarvis Landry. Yep. I think it's important to Baker Mayfield. But, you know, Jerry's still out on that one. Um, but outside of that, you know, you're just hunting and pecking for guys that you think it's important to based off of the way they play. And that is not a good recipe for success. No. And, hey, shout out to J.C. Treader. We, we've been we, – offensive line has been a sore spot all year, but J.C. Treader uh, signing up three more years, three-year extension uh, with the Browns. That is great because this offseason you're going to need a new left tackle, you're going to need a new right tackle, and maybe a right guard. Like, you you have a lot to worry about. So very smart that they locked up J.C. Treader, who's – the question of him coming in a couple of years ago is durability played through that high ankle sprain all year. He's been tremendous. This is a, this is a, a rare bit of good news that the Browns uh, are coming back with JC Treader. Yeah, no doubt. Um, once they traded Austin Corbett to the Rams, you kind of saw the writing on the wall that yeah. something was going to have to happen with Treader. And for a guy who came in with a lot of injury issues uh, at Green Bay, had only one healthy season, he's been a rock on that offensive line. I mean, like you said, the guy played through a a high ankle sprain half the season last year. Anybody will tell you that that is easily a four to six week injury in hell and not miles Garrett out of the first Mm -hmm. month of his career. Yeah. And he never got a guy who plays a pretty physically demanding position and gets hit literally on every play. And he was out there. He didn't even miss a snap. That is one bad dude that you want to take in the foxhole with you. No doubt. You got him and Joel Batonio. So there, there is some plus side there. So that's uh, that's a, a good bit of information. The other thing is Kareem Hunt makes his Cleveland Browns debut. The hometown boy is suiting up. And Matt, what is what was supposed to be a, wow, now you add another piece to this offense and another weapon and they should be going. You have an offense where Odell Beckham Jr., has one touchdown, Matt. Do you know who? I'm going to give you a couple names of, of wide receivers who have more touchdowns than Odell Beckham Jr. this year. Uh, Busy Johnson of the Minnesota Vikings. Anyone heard of Busy Johnson? Mm-hmm. Chester Rogers. Chester Rogers. Sounds like a, a bad name on a fake ID for the Colts. Chester Rogers has more touchdowns than Odell Beckham Jr. Disgusting. Disgusting. So you get Kareem Hunt back on paper, in theory, that's awesome. But they have not been able to use at all the weapons, because I don't know what Freddie Kitchens is doing. So how do you feel about Kareem Hunt coming back? Is this just going to be another guy that that complicates things with, with Freddie Kitchens' a stagnant offense, or, or, or what? Could this be a boost? 
if it's done correctly, it could be a boost. Oh, if it's based done off of what we've what what we've seen so far is that it won't be because Freddie has no idea how to manage no. literally anything at this no. point. No, he can't manage the game. He can't call the plays, and he can't figure out a way to get his most talented players the football. And and for some reason he has an axe to grind with Richard Higgins and thinks Antonio Callaway is far and away a better option. Um, at this point, I would put you at wide receiver I before I would school. trust Antonio Callaway to catch a ball. I'm still quick. I'm still. I I played in high school, man. I started. Yeah, you're 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 wiry. <laughs> I, I got I got great you're hands. Strong and you're quick. I would not I would not drop the ball. Now I'd be knocked out after a single hit. That'd be it. But uh, you know, throw it up to me, Bake. Let's go. God, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Like it's, and and you know what was very telling to me. And Todd Munkin, to his credit, has been. He, he looks like a consummate pro. There doesn't appear to be any infighting. But he has said multiple times uh, something along these lines: "Of I'm just doing what I'm told. It's Freddie's offense. I'm here to do what Freddie tells me to do." And what I think that does indirectly, I don't think it's anything malicious on Munkin's part, is him saying, "I have nothing to do with this mess. I am just here." Freddie says, do this. Yes, sir. Go and and do it. It it says to me that really Todd Munkin's offense or or play calling or whatever, his background is not really a factor this season. So just by him being the good soldier and him saying that actually puts, I think, more criticism on Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, it's definitely not a good look. No. Um, And the one of the two most tenured coaches in their staff basically says he's a yes man Mm -hmm. to a guy who called plays for eight games in his 20 year NFL coaching career. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, There's been a lot of moves over the years. Five logic. Uh, This one is quickly climbing the ranks of what, the hell were we thinking when we made this decision mm-hmm. they they rolled with the the popular hand and, and hope they could keep that lightning caught in the bottle and it, it just wasn't matt you got to go and we'll have lots of time to talk more about this but the next head coach of the cleveland browns i don't want a first time guy i i usually don't like retread but we need a discipline a disciplinarian who isn't going to take crap and can hold baker accountable and call him for his bs that, that, that that's we look, i love baker I got a lot of Baker stuff, but the dude needs to be reined in and told. Just like with, hey, Todd Haley back in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger hated his guts. Guess what? They won a lot of games, right? Like you need a guy who's going to be able to hold and call him on his you-know-what and make him a better quarterback. And in the end, he'll, he'll thank him for it, and it'll be better for the whole team. But that's that's down the road. That is down the road, hopefully. Uh, hopefully we can get through these last eight games. I. I don't think Freddie will last these eight games. I think if they're four and eleven going into the final week of the season, that they're just gonna get an early jump on it, say screw it and and part ways with him and let Monkin or Wilkes take over for the final game of the season. Wow. I wouldn't expect it to be more than two games, but yeah, I think uh Freddie is is on borrowed time as head coach of the Cleveland Browns. Well, Matt, you have three straight home games now for the Browns. Bills, then short week Pittsburgh, then the extended 
almost like mini buy with the Miami Dolphins coming. The next, I, I guess, pass for Freddie is that Thursday night Pittsburgh game. Like if they get dummied by the Bills and then the Steelers at home with no Ben Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph puts the boots to you, uh, we we might see a move where you have time to to have a little bit of extra um, opportunity and with the Miami Dolphins. Do you think that's possible? Like if the Browns get, God forbid, just you know, embarrassed or this continues to be nonsense in these next two games because of that extra time before Miami that Freddie might go then? It, it very well might happen. I mean, at this point, I know there are certain members of management who aren't happy, and the old adage is when this person isn't happy, nobody's happy. Hmm. Um so that should give you a little indication of who I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't see them or Freddie surviving getting boat raced by Buffalo and a depleted Pittsburgh squad that's on their third, well, second quarterback and second or third running back. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. Oh, oh by the way, don't have Antonio Brown anymore. No. You can use that as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I'm glad ownership. Um, I'm sure that's what you're alluding to, Matt. Without saying, is upset. Shows they shows they care, and they know all these expectations, all the hype around toast of the town. Yes, we finally got it right, and now Baker Mayfield regressing horrendously in the, this sophomore slump. Which again, I do not put it all on him. It's play calling, and you don't go from what he did last year to this year. It's just shocking that Freddie was calling the plays and he still is and it's this and it just puts more like we talked about last week more credence to maybe what bob bitter bob wiley was saying was correct so i don't know we'll we'll see if they can do something and rebound against the buffalo bills who the defense now against the run matt the defense bills defense can be had they are not they're near the bottom of the league as are the browns in running the football so we could see a or defending the run so we could see a bit of a ground and pound uh, and that really, with Nick Chubb and a fresh-legged, eager Kareem Hunt, maybe Rusty, though, is going to be going to be the four. So I, I picture this one, whatever the uh, over-under or prop bets are for, for yards through the air, I'm probably taking under and thinking that both teams are going to try to rush this thing. Yeah, no, no question. That's the strength of both teams. Uh, they like to run the football. And I, I, would, I would expect Nick Chubb to get a healthy workload but obviously he's going to lose a few carries to Kareem. Uh, I, I think Hunt will be a third down uh, a weapon for this offense, and he's going to be able to catch the ball out of the backfield mm-hmm. and also help Chip an edge rusher to give Baker some time. Do you think, Matt, we see both in the backfield at the same time? That's what I want. Don't rotate series. I hope so. I, I hope so. Why not? Right, like have listen. Run a run a two back set. Right. And just let these guys go to work. Then you don't know what you they have can the do. talent. You've you don't know talent. which one's coming. No, like listen. How about this, man? You got Hunt, Chubb in the backfield, right? Then you have OBJ and Landry, and you pop in. I guess they'll still throw in Callaway. Um, I would prefer Higgins, but whatever. And then probably Harris or Ricky Seal Jones uh, at tight end. That looks pretty good. That ha- that will throw defenses off. 
What we just haven't seen is Freddy get away from being too cute and trying to outthink everybody. Get both guys in there and let them outthink themselves. Don't you outthink you. It doesn't have to be rocket science, right? Like, you can have guys, as soon as the ball snap, have them both flare out. Like, you, there are so many different combos with two of the best running backs in football. I just hope he doesn't just get too carried away and does all his, his fancy garbage. That doesn't work. And give me somebody that maybe doesn't run a lot of plays but runs those real plays real well mm. over somebody who has a playbook that's thicker than a phone book and can't figure out which way is up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the simplest way I can explain the wish that I have for this offense right now. Yeah. Dumb it down. Make it simple. But Freddie seems very stubborn and well, you're stubborn for too long, man. You get fired. He's going to get paid. You're going to die on that hill. Yeah. yeah. He'll get paid. So good on metaphorically speaking. Right. Not we, we we don't wish death on anybody. It's uh, but, but yeah. No, the, no, no, no. Uh, that was clearly a metaphor. <laughs> yes, that is the hill that he's going to die on, and I don't know why you don't just just try to evolve and save your job. The dude catches fire. You can still have, you can still salvage it. It's not dead, dead, but there's nothing to point to that it will. All right, Matt. Let's get to our Cleveland whiskey game prediction score. And outcome, again, make sure you visit our buddies at clevelandwhiskey.com. Even if you're outside of Cleveland or Ohio, you can find their great products like the Underground Series, the Hickory Wood, the Black Cherry Award-winning, my new favorite, the 87, uh, or the original bourbon, of course, the Christmas bourbon with the amazing artwork on the bottle. The bottle is a collectible. Check it all out at clevelandwhiskey.com on Twitter, at clevewhiskey, Instagram, at clevelandwhiskey for some uh, fall and winter uh, cocktail recipes as well. What do you got, Matt? Score and outcome. 24-17 Bills. 24-17 Bills, says Matt. I will say 17-13 Bills. Yep. I'm going. I'm going. I, I, I got to. I, I cannot. I think I can count on one hand the amount of times that you have picked against the Browns. Yeah. I think In it was the, New England. What, five seasons we've been doing this podcast now? I think I can count on one hand the amount of times you picked the Browns. And that's going through so a 1-31 pair of seasons as well. Yeah, uh, exactly. But Matt, like, how can I pick this team? You lost to Brandon Allen in Denver. You lost to Brandon Allen, who had never started, never had a snap in a regular season game. How, with any confidence, can I pick you to win? They got to earn that back. I hope I'm wrong. We always do if we pick against the Browns, but there's nothing to show me that they they can. And Matt, boy, they better they better either keep it close or pull one out because that the, the, the Cleveland the home crowd with all the positivity, you got three games in a row uh, that can become a a hostile environment against you real quick if this thing continues to to spin out of control. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a repeat of a few years ago where Bills fans basically take over the stadium oh. and by the end of the game they're the only ones left in the stands. I hate the traveling Bills fans because they get the, all liquored up at like Browns 7 in the morning. better Ugh. be careful because they will if they lose on Sunday they will now be 0-4 at home. Yep. And this is a team that said we want to make this a very difficult place to play on Sundays. The only people having difficulties playing there are the teams, <laughs> is the team that plays there the most. Yeah. Yeah. Until you get that. 
Oh, boy, Matt. Okay. You're going to have stories up, of course, WKYC.com slash sports and on your Twitter at Matt Flow Sports. Or, sorry, at Matt Flo Jancic on Twitter and I Instagram at Matt Flow Sports. I'm proofreading reading the story right now that's going to make me cringe. <laughs> I'll, I'll just warn you in advance. What? You, you got a story that's coming up that, that, that I'm not going to like? Yeah, it's oh, uh, about the missed tackling issues Ooh. and how Steve Wilkes says the team can, quote-unquote, not pinpoint a reason why. So he's a defensive coordinator getting at least a million dollars, probably more. Your job is defense, which heavily involves tackling, and he doesn't know why. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, that's where we're at hey, with it. Hey, Matt, I... I can get paid a million dollars and not figure out why you can't tackle too. So can you. Cool. Can we can we get that gig? That sounds awesome. Yeah, Don't know like why. Hey Matt, let, let, before we before we go, we'll leave on on this. Got to of course mention that uh, Jermaine Whitehead going um, just out of his mind and getting released after the loss last week with death threats to Cleveland. Radio show host, uh, fans on Twitter, Twitter account canceling the team rightfully. It really had no choice but to release him. That just shows, again, that there is no real authority to keep players in line and that they're they're running amok. Uh, Whitehead, just uh, apology or not afterwards, the, the the man is unstable. I hope he gets the help he deserves because that, uh, that, that, that got weird and scary. I'll be there and to help you. Yeah, the the situation with Whitehead. I mean, they they legitimately had no choice, and no, had they to. did the right thing. It was so um, public. I, I would have done it the night. You know, I would have sent a release that night saying, "Hey, we we intend to release him." Mm-hmm. Not just we don't condone his words. Um, that part of it just it that bothered it, it. It bothered me a little bit, but they they rectified it the, the pretty much as soon as they could the following morning because I think the league office was technically closed for transactions um, through Monday morning. So they they did the right thing. And, you know, good luck to Jermaine. Hopefully he gets – I mean, his teammates said they were all praying for him to get the help that he needs because clearly there's some underlying issues there. And, yeah. you know, the NFL is going to look long and hard before letting him back in the league, I would imagine. I would think he'd have quite the uphill climb to – to get back to playing on Sunday afternoons, but uh, clearly there's something wrong. And uh, as I like to say, technology in the hands of emotional people is a very Ooh, dangerous thing. Bad luck. That's why if, if things aren't going for the good for the Browns, I always put the phone down later in the game. Not, not, not worth it. Not worth it, people. All yeah. right, Matt. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter, of course, and uh, our great sponsor, ClevelandWhiskey.com. Check them out. We hope we're wrong with our prediction. Go, Browns. Come on, Baker. Come on, Freddie. Let's go. Kareem Hunt, light it up. Let's do it. Beat those bills. All right, buddy. We'll check out your fine work, and I'll probably get mad at your tackling article from Steve Wilkes. Yeah, you're going to get mad at me. Oh, Sorry. It's just, not your fault. Wanted you know. It's not your fault. All right. That's Matt Florjantic. I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to The Dog House, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature, brought to you by Cleveland Whiskey.